Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Adam Balderstone, and we're here with another episode of Bedrock and Balderstone to talk about Doctor Who Series 11. We are going to do two episodes at once because we we had some issues connecting the podcasts in the past couple of weeks, I'd say, overall for all of the podcast things that we do. And, yeah. uh, and so we fell behind, which with Doctor Who, when it's actually airing, is really stressful because then suddenly we have to watch three episodes or two episodes or however many it is just to catch up. Um, so we're, we're doing these just in the nick of time before tomorrow so that we don't have three to, to three watch. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's like the, the one timely thing we review and we're completely off track. Yeah. That's okay. So, but we're doing the Saranga conundrum and Demons of the Punjab uh, this evening. So these are the fifth and sixth episode of the season, I think. Uh, now you put me on the spot. Well, I got it right here. Fifth, yeah, fifth and sixth. <laughs> I, got I don't need you. I can do the show on my own. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so, uh, no, so basically, uh, well, I guess we'll tackle Saranga conundrum first because that's the one that aired first. Um, yeah. This one's kind of an odd an odd setup. Basically, I forget what they were looking for, but they go to some junk planet to find something that the doctor was wanted for some reason. It was something... I, assume, I, 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 I just assume they were looking for spare TARDIS parts or something, but okay. I, I don't know that they ever established that. And, and they happen upon a sonic mine, which goes off, and then they end up in a in like a medic room on a ship that's shuttling them to safety. But the shuttle gets attacked by a Patong, which is a... Um, kind of a very cute and cuddly creature that eats metal and feasts on energy but doesn't really it doesn't it doesn't eat human meat or anything like that but it ends up killing people because it eats their spaceship and then you know uh and so there's this situation that arises on the medic ship where they the number one there's this creature eating through it but then i think that the security systems on the on the on the automated ship uh interpret mm. that as a as a hijacking or something so it set, starts setting off a bomb if I if I recall, no, it was actually uh, the the hospital planet they were going to was going to remotely detonate them. Was oh, is the, that it? Okay. Uh, situation. I, it's a very paranoid hospital, I guess. Okay. Thought, oh, if there's a problem on your ship, we're going to blow you up. And so, so so then they have to deal with the bomb, which which uh, you know we'll get into how they deal with that. Um, and and there's also all these other character things going on. There's a guy who's pregnant who doesn't really want to be a dad. Uh, he's from like an alien race where the where it looks like both sexes give birth, and uh, and then there's a a pilot or not a pilot a general who's also a pilot who's this great like historical figure. Um, what was her name? Um, Eve Cicero, right? Yeah, Eve Cicero. And her brother yeah. Durkis is also there, and he's just like an engineer. Um, and and so you know there's but there's all this stuff going on with them that's kind of important especially with the Eve Cicero character because they eventually have to use her to pilot the shuttle and she has some kind of heart condition they call pilot's heart that uh you know uh, makes makes it diff and I, is does she have that because the way that they pilot the ships is they're using human energy to to do they it. never they never really clarify it to what I can say I mean it's kind of assumed okay I, uh, I mean I. I gotta say, I was kind of like, it's like early on in the movie, we think she's got one kind of illness, but she's really got another kind of, you know, she's got one kind of fictional illness we've never heard of, but the shocking revelation, she's got a different kind of yep. fictional illness we've never heard of. It's like, okay. <laughs> so so that's the basic premise of the, of the story. Uh, Adam, what did you think of this episode? 
I gotta say, this has been my least favorite yeah. episode of the season. Yeah. It's it's too all over the place. I mean, you've got you've got oh, you know, Eve and her brother Dirkus. You know, Eve doesn't respect her brother Dirkus, and Dirkus doesn't like her robot. And Mobley, who's like the the I guess second in charge on the ship, has to take over. But she's she's meek and doesn't have a lot of confidence. And then you've got the pregnant guy, and it's like everyone's got this life lesson they need to learn yeah. on top of there being the alien threat. And it's like, and there's so little time given to any plot. Yeah. And and on top of that, every single one of these plots revolt like just resolves in the most predictable if you were if you were 10 seconds into the beginning of the plot if you were to guess how it's going to end yeah that's what happened it, it felt, it's, i think this is the worst episode of the season possibly one of the worst episodes i've seen in a long time i think yeah. i think it was bad i think this was a bad episode i think it was bad because it doesn't it doesn't give the viewer enough credit it like it, it's like i don't i don't watch i don't watch this show to to be soothed do you know what I mean? I feel like that's what it was doing. I feel like the it was just an episode that was there to soothe me and tell me humans are good or something. And I didn't I, I didn't need that. It felt like watching Punky Brewster. I was kind of getting irritated. And I also was irritated because I thought they were wasting really interesting good characters. Eve uh, yeah. Eve Cicero was a really good character. The actress who played her had like a had a way of carrying herself that really made it work for me. And then they threw on this lethal illness so that she has to sacrifice herself. And it just was like, I, I didn't need that. I would have, I would have liked it better if they made her a little bit of a jerk. Do you know what I mean? Like that would have made her, well, she was kind of, a no, jerk, but that's though. what I'm saying. They should, I would have preferred that, that like I came away at the end of the episode, oh, not knowing if I really like her or not, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, instead of like giving, I, because, her, oh, giving her a total re heroic redemption kind because, of thing. Because yeah. she's a, she's this great historical figure, so you kind of have this baked-in respect thing, and I think it just works better, if, you know, like that that level of respect if it's it sort of creates an ambiguous situation for the viewer, where it's like, well, this is somebody who you would you you want them you like you want them to save the day when their skills are useful, but they're not necessarily always going to be on the right side of the of the story do you know what i mean yeah. because she's such a sort of you know sort of powerful historical figure and here it just was i don't know it just i didn't like it i didn't uh i i, I, did, I didn't enjoy where it went it was it was very no. sappy and it was sappy in a way that like i don't mind sappy and sentimental but it was just like you said there was just too much sappiness and it was, the oh, it was first. You know, it spread too thin. I mean, yeah. if we, if we, you know, because I mean, God, how much time is the episode spent with the doctor giving a pep talk to Madly? You know, it's just yeah. like I, I, she, she was such an uninteresting character. It's like, okay, you're a little unsure of your. She go, she goes from being quietly unsure of herself to being slightly less unsure about herself but still kind of meek and quiet yeah. and it's just like it's like that we spent maybe 10 minutes of the episode on that character arc i mean if you tr if you just cut that out of the story and added that time to you know the general you know general cicero if that was her title i but uh it's like okay yeah that that you know maybe maybe we would have felt more about that character and her plot line but uh i i Nothing, nothing really, really, really came together for me in this. And, 
and I thought, and again, I thought it was a shame because I thought I liked the med ship. I liked the premise. I liked. It was I a even, cool idea. Yeah, I, and I liked the monster. Like I thought the monster was kind of a fun, mm-hmm. interesting one. Um, I just didn't. I didn't. It it, it 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 felt like the pacing was off. It felt like I was focused too much on things. I didn't really. I really thought this was such a coincidental situation with the, the creature coming on board. By focusing on all that human stuff, it kind of... I kept finding myself thinking about the coincidental nature of the creature coming on board. Do you know what I mean? And just like I was somehow getting more distracted. Yeah. It just wasn't working for me. Um, and I, I think if they had focused more on the dire situation, that it would have it would have worked a little bit better. You know, I didn't... Yeah, well, they spent so much time not caring about the alien in this episode where they're just kind of talking through their problems that it's like, you're like, it's, oh yeah, there's an alien attacking the ship again, isn't there? There's yeah. like no building tension in the episode. Like, like it would have been interesting, I think, if, if, if a lot of the tension had been between Eve, Cicero, and the Doctor. Do you know what I mean? Because like, like, that would have made a lot of sense because they both yeah. would clearly have relatively equal senses of being competent to to deal with the situation tactically and i think well that... it, it would have made sense too because the doctor historically is very wary of military figures so, yeah. so the doctor the doctor meets her goes oh you're a great general wow i really admire you it's like uh, i mean the doctor will befriend military figures but the doctor is always a little wary, scant wary. Of, of, you know just immediately going wow that was just a very no didn't didn't seem right to me so yeah so you know i i i just i just was not um i i don't know i i, I wanted the episode to work i really liked the setting of the episode i loved the look of the ship i thought that was great i loved the effects of this episode this had really good special effects this episode yeah I thought. And I, and I and I, I thought that there was a lot of stuff going for it, but it just fell apart for me. With the I, I I feel like the episode was telling me the viewer I can do it. Do you know what I mean like that's how I felt watching? <laughs> it. And it's yeah. not it's not why I watch the show. I don't watch the show to be told I can do it. I watch the show because I want interesting stories and I want interesting characters. And when the characters are just used to give me a pep talk, it's like it kind of you See, know I. It wasn't even that for me. I was just, but my my the the biggest crime any Doctor Who episode commit is to bore me, and I was just bored. I was bored. I mean, mm-hmm. even the one people complain about, the most recent episode people love to harp on is the one the one on the moon where the moon, you know, the moon is an egg episode, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it's called. I can't think of the name right I, now. I know which one you're talking about, though. I know. Yeah, and it's like that's hated, but I was never bored during that episode. It's ridiculous and. Yeah. Every complaint about that episode is true, but I was never bored. But this episode, I would, I like part of me was wondering early on, like all the all the all the like personal conflicts going on. I'm like, are they going for some kind of parody of like a hospital show? Yeah. Is that what they're going for? But instead of feeling like they were kind of doing some riff on a hospital show, I just felt this just feels like a really bad hospital show. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't I wasn't bored so much as I was just kind of like, I just I just I, I just wasn't interested in 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 how they were handling the characters. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and some of them, like again, I liked the Eve Cicero character. I thought she was really good. I liked the Dirkus Cicero character. I liked their situation. Yeah, I, I didn't, and I even liked um, what was her uh, what was her uh, consort's name? Was that Yoss? Uh 
I can't remember the name of but, that character. But, but he looked like a Star Trek character. He was kind of like a... He did. Yeah. I think the con- that brings up my point. The consort character, they have this Dirkus consort conflict thing where they don't like each other. And then immediately at the end, they're like, oh, you know, hey, let's be friends. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, why, why did you even introduce that plot line if you're just going to resolve it in like five seconds of just them going... Oh, okay, now she's dead. I guess we'll be cool with each other. It's just like it, it, that, that whole plot line, there was no point in it being there because nothing interesting was done with it. But uh, but again, I think I think the the thing of making her dying, it just kind of I don't know. I didn't think it it, it, it just went in directions. I was I was kind of like, ah, you know, this isn't <laughs> this isn't really doing it for me. See, I, yeah. I knew but, I was just like. I, I, for, for, for my point, my feeling about it was the second they brought it up, I'm like, oh, okay, she's got pilot's heart. That means she's going to die uh-huh. piloting this thing at some point. Oh, yeah, no, a lot, a lot of the pieces were predictable. I would I would definitely agree with that. I, I quite like the Astos character. He was really impressive for the five seconds that he, he was, was on the show. He was, yeah, you know? actually. And in fact, I mean, he, he and the Doctor seemed to have, like, a chemistry right off yeah. the bat. And then they, like, just kill the guy. <laughs> and so... Well, if the, if the episode had gone somewhere after that, that would have been cool yeah. introducing this really heroic, confident character and then killing him. But it, So it's like that could have been cool if they'd had somewhere to go. But every moment after that, I was just like, they, they just cut the episode was kind of flannery. But Asto's death, I have to go on about that. Because later in the episode, they're going on about you know how well this creature doesn't have any evil intent it's just eating the spaceship and it's just arbitrary you know the fact people are being killed is just you know a consequence but the first thing we see this creature do is lure astos into an escape pod and shoot it off the ship and blow him up intentionally which is like that's no, that wasn't him feeding himself. That was he was he was throwing parts of the ship that he could eat into space just so he could kill someone yeah. for for giggles. You know, it's. Uh, I, yeah. I did like the creature though. I have to say, I liked sort of yeah. this little giddy monster that was roaming the ship. It was it was also unusual for a Doctor Who monster. It looked it looked, it looked different. It looked very different. Um, but I thought it worked, and I really liked uh, one thing I didn't did enjoy about this episode was the Doctor because I got I did get a chance to see some of the characteristics of this Doctor that I hadn't really sort of figured out before, and I'm I'm starting to realize like one of the things about her Doctor is she's like super enthusiastic about stuff like way more than so I think is. even the Matt Smith Doctor, um, and and so and and there's there's just some different different mannerisms are starting to become noticeable to me and, and things that are making this doctor different than some of the other ones. So I, I enjoyed it on that level, just sort of seeing the doctor sort of handle the situation and come up with solutions. And, and also how she sort of, you know, like you said, like she, like when she saw, like, you're right. Like when she saw Eve Cicero, there is the military thing, which the doctor would normally be wary of, but it was also something where this doctor is generally pretty enthusiastic with people in general. And so, uh, you know, the conversation sort of had a liveliness to it that I liked. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I thought this episode just, you know, those two things aside, it just really didn't do it for me. Um, no, and, I, and the, the you know the scene we did the scene we get very little time with the companions in this one. I thought I thought the scene with Ryan and Yaz was pretty good in this episode. But it's just kind of it's kind of just floating there yeah. in the middle of the episode, and it's like 
that I feel like if they, you know, if they'd cut back a lot of stuff and spent more time on the plot with him and the and the Yas Yas is the pregnant guy. That's uh, if that that guy annoyed me to no end. <laughs> and and was... I, I mean, I, and it, it wasn't because he was pregnant. I think I think if they had a really interesting character who was pregnant, it would have been fine. But that guy reminded me. Who's the guy who was on Doctor Who before? Who played like the the guy who was kind of a loser and and he the now guy has who a was talk his show. roommate, huh? The guy who was his roommate, or no, the guy was he? he might have been his roommate. Uh, I should know his name. He's on. He's got a late night show now. Yeah, that's the guy. The uh, the, the, the the episode the tenant where he the doctor gets stranded on Earth and moves I think in so. Yeah, I think so. But he yeah. reminded me of that guy. You know, just sort of. Yeah, like, I can see that. It was very similar to him, and I I just don't like characters like that that much. And and in this case, it was especially annoying because. Like this is a dire situation. Like this ship is going down, and this guy is acting like a buffoon the whole time, and worried about like really minor problems compared to the fact that everybody's going to die if they don't figure out how to resolve the situation. So well, I mean, he was about to give birth, which is you know somewhat. <laughs> no, no, that I, I get that. But what I'm saying is, he's worried about whether he's going to be a suitable father and all this stuff. Yeah, like, those yeah. are not things that you worry about when you have a monster eating a hole through the ship. It was. It, yeah, no, I, I understand. I understand that. It, uh, I mean, well, that, once again, too, they they just resolved that with like you know Ryan is just like hey, you know I think you'd be a good dad. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to keep the kid. Then it's just it's just like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was. I did. I, mean, I did like the birthing scene though, where um, where Graham and um, uh, what's the other companion's name? Ryan. When they yeah, were. Yeah, that uh, was a, that. That was that was one of the highlights of the episode. I thought. I thought they because once again, it's, a, it's one of the few points in the episode where any of the companions actually got to interact yeah. to get with each other and with another person, which I thought I thought was good. And so we we both I think agree this was not an episode that either of us really liked. Um, And so that brings us to the next episode, which is um, Demons of the Punjab. And in this one, it opens up actually with Yaz and her grandmother and Mm -hmm. sort of telling her about, you know, so she drops this bombshell of I was the first woman married in Pakistan. And instantly you're like, wait a second, what's like the first woman married in Pakistan? How is it? You know, I don't know about that. And, and then, uh, and then she gives her uh, a watch which belonged to the to to her her grandfather that's like cracked, and um, and then uh, Yaz asks the doctor to take her back in time to see her grandmother and her grandfather or something to that effect. They end up going back right during the the time of the partition, and 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 she learns all of these secrets about her grandmother that she didn't know before, uh, and and there's also these mysterious race of aliens who uh, we are told are these assassin species, kind of like the, 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 the predator type character at the, what was his name? Um, uh, Tim Shaw. Was that the, uh, Oh yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of similar. It seemed like a similar type race. We find out there's a lot more to them than that as the episode unfolds. Um, but the basic thrust of the episode is she goes back and she learns that her grandmother's married somebody who's definitely not her grandfather. And, yeah. and that is the, uh, and, and so there's a little bit, again, a little bit of a back to the future thing going on here. Kind of like in the Rosa Parks episode, not quite as back to the future, but the, but the, the no. threat of annihilating yourself by walking too heavily over your own timeline is present. And, um, and so, 
I don't know. What did you think of the episode number one? Because the plot is fairly straightforward and simple, I think. But yeah, it's more of a human drama episode than a plot-heavy episode. But I really like this one. I, I, the idol. This one completely worked for me. Yeah. I, 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 I like. It's continuing the trend too. Of, you know, I, I feel like for a long time, too many of the historical episodes, like. Uh, you know, get are too busy with the alien stuff, and that you don't really get into the history stuff. And it's right. like this was this was another episode that felt pretty grounded in the time it took place. Yeah. It took it took place, and the the alien threat was uh was was well, there really wasn't an alien threat. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. And I think some people might watch it and be disappointed for that reason. A lot of people say, were. Yeah, a but I but were. I thought this was a great episode. I'm really liking the historical episodes. And and I feel like I don't know they do kind of remind me of those those like when I've seen the first Doctor doing the history episodes they remind me a little bit of those and I think that yes. uh, I yes. think that that this this one worked really well because they they took the partition is something you hear it you instantly know you you, you will I mean if you if you're familiar with it you instantly know like what's about to unfold around them and and, and, yeah. and the gravity <laughs> of it is is immense. But also, if you're not familiar with it, it, it slowly is revealed to you through the dialogue of the episode, and 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 so the, so either way, you get the sense of the imminent danger that every you know that that's surrounding them, and it has nothing to do with the alien threat. It's just this 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 political thing that's occurring, you know, when India is being divided into India and Pakistan, and uh, you know, and and there's about to be a lot of bloodshed, and and Yaz's grandmother is getting caught up in it. Her grandmother is Muslim, and I think she's marrying a Hindu. And yes. the guy's brother basically uh, is not happy with it, and that leads to some serious conflict. And yep. and I'm going to spoil what happens just so we can actually talk about it. What 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 we end up learning is this race that we think is actually initially you're led to believe that something bad is going to happen, and it's going to be because of these aliens that are there that are an assassin race sent to kill somebody, and it's just a question of who are they there to kill. We find out later they're actually a race that. Because of their history, they used to be assassins, but now they just are uh, observers of people who die. Like they go to places where people die and they observe them uh, is sort of a religious uh, sort of act to uh, or right uh, because of their own history, because their whole their whole planet was destroyed and nobody was there to really officiate the funeral, I guess. So mm -hmm. now they now they go and they officiate over the dead. Um which is, you know, it's an interesting, interesting race. I think there's been races like this in the past. I feel like it feels vaguely familiar to me for some reason. It does feel like a familiar thing. Yeah, I can't I can't quite think of another example, but I've definitely encountered this somewhere. But yeah, it, it, it worked. I, I I mean, yeah, I mean, cause, yeah, like you said, a lot of people. Well, I, I said a lot of people were upset about it. And my feeling is that. I like I said I was kind of relieved. I mean, they complained about that with Rosa too. That the guy in that was just oh he wasn't a big threat or yeah. anything. He was just kind of. And I'm like that's fine. I mean I I felt I felt uh, you know and Rosa to get to jump back to that for a second. I, I felt that was grounded because it was kind yeah. of giving the context that that racism and prejudice isn't a thing that goes away. It was yeah. someone from humanity's future and people still still are upset about that it's not like okay rosa parks fixed everything and yay everything's better just kind of so i felt that that actually was grounded in the story well, but and, also just to just to uh talk touch on that point it, it was it was even more nuanced because it also 
brought the other the other argument into the discussion as well, which was one of the characters was saying, "Look, nothing's changed," and the other character saying, "No, things have changed." But yeah, the, so it was it was it was a very, I thought a very sort of subtle handling of the history, and and yeah. here I think what I liked about it here is that because in that one, as an American, it's a little, it's kind of interesting because it's an English show, but as an American, it's very hard to sort of look at that story and not like freshly, do you know what I mean? Because we're so familiar yeah. with it, but this is one where it's a little easier, I think, because it's in India. It's a, you know, it's, it's an event that people know about, but it's just not as, it's not like something that you a think about of, as much as, as Rosa yeah. Parks. I think uh, a lot of Americans probably don't know about it. And, and like I said, I, I know it on a fairly abstract level, but I, I never, I can't say I've studied it in any detail. No, so. but I mean, it's, it's an event people are aware of, but what I, what I yeah. like about this one is this really focuses on the force of history, like history as a force, you know, that yes. one was about individuals. That was about, I mean, there was, they obviously got into the historical forces at work as well, but, but it was about individuals too. And this one is about individuals that are at the mercy of the force of history. And that yeah. was more interesting to me because in this situation, you know, the brother is kind of a bad guy, but not really. He's not really like the villain. Do you know what I mean? He does something really bad, but he's caught. It's because he's caught up in this historical event that yeah. is going to is going to consume everybody. You know, I mean, like we so it it was just kind of more intriguing on that on that front for me. Um, I, I think this is one of the better, maybe the best historical episode I've seen in a long time on the show. Um, and I like the Rose episode. I thought that was a great episode. But this one. I think maybe because they grounded it with one of the companions' own stories, it yeah, it that, had more of an effect. And mm-hmm. and they also weren't. And also, you really it wasn't like Gandhi showed up or anything. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so like no, it was just normal people. Yeah. Normal people caught up in this 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 Cause, really bad situation. Because for a while I thought they were going to tie it into the Gandhi thing, but then I realized it, that they weren't, and it was good that they didn't. And I think again, as much as the Rosa Parks story worked you still sort of had that thing of, well, there's this historical figure Rosa that they're dealing with. And that, that's, that's always going to take you out just a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Just because it's like a, it's a historical figure. And so this, yeah, yeah. Th- this enabled it to just be about regular people who you had to, I had to get introduced to all of them. They weren't people that I was, I already had ideas about. So when I met, um, what was the, uh, the name of the guy who, uh, who was her uh, first husband who died? Was it Prem? Uh, Prem, yeah. So, so when you're introduced to Prem, it's like it was like I, I had to find out about him. Do you know what I mean I had to? And 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 so it it, it was just it, I I think I think it uh, it I I think it works better uh, generally uh, for this kind of story to have you know, not as many intrusions from historical figures. I'm not saying that they shouldn't do the Rosa type episode because that was a good episode. And I'm not saying that you never want to have like a Van Gogh type episode or something like that. It's yeah. just that it's, like it's a good thing they didn't do it again. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's good to have, it's good to have some, some variety. I mean, the, you know, I mean the, uh, the, the, the Pompeii episode, we mainly are just dealing with this Roman family, which, mm. Which technically that was another stunt because that family is the family from British Latin textbooks, but uh, <laughs> but it's still different. That still makes it different than being a, uh, a historical figures <laughs> that you have involved. But uh, but yeah, it, 
uh, it would if they if they'd made these made these historical people, it would have changed the whole equation of it. Because I mean, one thing by having it just be normal people is that when it's when it's Rosa Parks, there's the whole thing of oh, the story has to happen this way, and we have to yeah. make sure the story happens this way, or history's going to fly off. Whereas with this, anything could have happened, you know, yeah. to an extent. It's. Uh, it's you you know i mean we 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 you know it it opens up things in a way it gives it uncertainty that you don't get when you have historical figures involved and uh and yeah and so and and also we got we we got to learn more about yaz which i thought was good she, you know her background yeah. is 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 getting more clear and and i think that um we 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 also again you know we got we got to see more of the doctor and more of like what this doctor is about and um and so I, you know, I, I mean, I think at this point we're both sort of sold on the doctor. I don't think that they're really going to be able to do anything at this stage that would, uh, you know, derail the doctor for us unless they do something wild. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would, they'd really have to go overboard at this point, but, but yeah, I mean, just, it, it's interesting. We had these two episodes, two, two episodes as one podcast. Cause it's like my problem with the previous one is it, it had all these melodramatic stories going on and I felt really nothing about any of them because they were so underdeveloped. Whereas I would say this, this second one, you know, I was, I was, I was genuinely moved by this episode. It was, uh, it was very, very affecting. Well, and this is the director who directed the first episode this season. So maybe that's was something it? to do with it. Yeah. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it, they are just kind of an exercise in contrasts. And I mean, and, and you know, it's funny because Saranga Conundrum, I was bored by it, but there was so much stuff going on in that episode. And, and Demons of the Punch episode is—it's a pretty slow-moving episode to an extent. Yeah. But I—I I was never bored. I was just yeah. really caught up in the characters and the world and the setting, it's, and it all felt very real to me. It's literally set up on a farm, which is like the most boring location. You <laughs> like, like, that's like that's like what killed season two of The Walking Dead. Like you know, we're, we're stuck on this farm for however many episodes and is in a season this year. And yeah, and I think uh, you know. It, I was a little nervous about the farm setup, especially because there didn't you really not you didn't get a glimpse of anything except the house they lived in. There was no real other human structures that I that I noticed except for you know the alien spacecraft. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, so it was very rural and very a setting that could could lend itself easily to boredom if they don't handle it properly. And I thought I thought it was handled fine. I, I I was I was like you. I was not bored. Um, I, I you know I, I think I think it was a much more successful episode than uh, the Saranga conundrum, and I was very happy it was because the Saranga conundrum really deflated my enthusiasm for the season. I was <laughs> yeah. I was I was I got like a feeling in the pit of my stomach, and I was like, well, I guess this is maybe when the season turns south. Um, <laughs> but but. Demons of the Punjab kind of brought it back up for me, so I was, I was, I was pleasantly surprised by it. And also, I was nervous because once I understood the premise, I was like, "Ooh, this could be bad." Do you know what I mean? Like, 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 like history is uh, like they got it right with Rosa, but maybe they're gonna drop the ball. Maybe this the one where they drop the ball, yeah. but they're they're two for two on their it's for on their historical episodes now. So that's uh, that's great. I, I that's. I mean that that's an impressive feat for the season. Even if even if the rest of the season somehow totally stinks, 
getting in two good historical episodes is what uh, I, that 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 puts it in the book. What I like too is that they set this up on this farm, and you never really see all the violence going on over yeah. the, over the partition, but you keep hearing about it, and it's sort of that Babylon Five effect where you're imagining it. And and it's, yeah. and it's making it all that much more real. And then it's building up to these guys showing up in the last scene. Do you know what I mean? So like you get yeah. this sense of this this rising violence in the region that's 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 presumably coming closer and closer and closer to them. And 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 then when it finally does, it it, it works in a re- it just you you instantly believe it you don't you know it didn't feel because because it wasn't that many guys it was like a a posse of like six or seven guys and sometimes a posse of six or seven people for something this epic can feel very diminished do you know what i mean but here it worked well it worked too because as as prem says when he addresses them it's like hey you're my neighbors you're my friends you know what's what's it's you know i mean right you know a hundred guys would have been an army and it would have deflated the situation almost because this would have been his fast thing but it's like it's just a bunch of people from the area that came around to make sure everything is everything is in line and uh which is which is a lot more disturbing and the guy who played prem did a really good job i thought He, he was i think my favorite actor in the episode, the um, yeah Shane Zaza, if I'm was, pronouncing that right. I feel like but, I've seen him in other things too. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know Spooks, uh, Waterloo Road, Happy Valley. I don't know if you've seen any of those. Oh, he was in a Black Mirror episode. No nosedive. I have seen that episode. He was in uh, he was in the Da Vinci Code. Maybe that's where I recognize him from. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm just looking at his television work. I missed. I skipped past his film stuff. Uh, yeah. Let me see. Yeah, I, I don't know what I, that must be it because I'm not really, I'm not really seeing anything else that that would have, uh, that I would have really been familiar with. But I thought he was good. I thought that um, her, what was the woman who played her nanny? Um, well, there's two. We have uh, we have uh, nanny Umbreen was Lita Dingra and Amita Suman was the uh, the young version. Okay, I mean, I I thought the young version did a really good job. I thought, yeah, I, I thought they good. both did. No, they did, but the young one had a lot more heavy work to carry. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the older one played a grandmother. Do you know what I mean? Like, like in a yeah. and the, the younger one, I thought it, there was a much more robust role. Um, but but yeah, I thought I, I think that that is something I do have to say. The acting, uh, even you know, uh, even in the previous episode where I was annoyed by some things, the acting was all good. Um, and I, I think that, uh, in this episode, the acting really was good. Um, and I think it really boiled down to Prem and to Umbreen. Um, I guess yeah. Manish too. Manish was kind of an important character, but you're supposed to dislike Manish. And so he was kind yeah, of, it's, yeah. When, when a character is annoying you, it's always, it could be a little harder to say that person was doing a great performance, but he yeah. was because he, 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 he nailed the part he was playing there. And, and, and uh, Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, this was definitely an episode that, that's going to live or die by how good the acting is, that's for sure. Yeah, so this, this I, I, I was really pleased with this one. This is this is a really good episode. I didn't have any real complaints about it. And I, I was pleasantly surprised. I really, I was, because I, cause when, when, when I knew they were going into India, I was sort of, and, and I saw the title Demons of the Punjab, I was picturing something that really I didn't want to see. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I, I was, I was imagining it was going to be, uh, 
like I don't know more Indiana Jones type or something like that or more oh yeah um, go to or go more to the like Temple of Doom direction would have been bad that's but but you sure. know what I mean just like <laughs> it just felt like it was going to be uh, a little a little on the goofier side maybe yeah the title yeah. the title is a uh, well it, it's it's a t- one of those titles when you first hear it it sounds really pulpy but yeah. when you, when when you've seen the episode it's like you know, it's 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 got a different connotation when you think of it as yeah. being these dark things that happened in history. So it's uh it's it's a title that changes on you after watching it. No, and that's and that's what worked because it, it it was sort of like I was kind of like it starts out. I was like, well, I don't know if I want to go to India. Do you know what I mean? And then I was like, oh, oh, okay, we're we're gonna like this is like we're actually the going partition. to India. We're not going to cartoon India. No, yeah. no, it was just that I didn't expect them to go to the partition. That really surprised me. Yeah, I thought we were gonna go and it was gonna be like an adventure involving like some kind of weird cult or something. You know what I mean? Just by the name, like it just it was, and and. And, and it just really surprised me by making it about the partition. You know, it was uh, um, it was it was a real interesting episode. Um, yeah. And so, so yeah, so so again, I, I thought that episode was fine. I thought I thought the episode before was pretty terrible. I don't think there's any any, yeah, any way just... to to put it otherwise. It was not a good episode. But but every season has those episodes from time to time. I think sure. Was, even yeah. last year there was one that I think we both didn't like, if I recall. Um, yeah, it's 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 a they're 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 the season is still definitely well within the acceptable range for a Doctor Who uh, season at the moment. So, um, so the, but, tomorrow night we get to watch. Uh, well, I don't know when you're listening to this, but uh, but Kerblam, Kerblam, which I'm a little bit. The title is not winning me over. <laughs> I also noticed it's the same director that did the Saranga conundrum. So, depending on whether that fault was the fault of Chris Chibnall or the director, uh, it was it was a pretty bad screenplay. Okay. Uh, well, script for the uh, for for Tsuranga Conundrum, I think. So I don't know if the, I don't know if we can blame the director All for right, that. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see if Pete McTee can give give her something better to work with. Well, we'll yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll remain optimistic. I'm really looking forward to the Witchfinders. I'm very curious about what that one is. And uh, yeah, I'm, that's interesting. And, uh, and, and and I have no idea what the finale is. It looks like we have It Takes You Away and the Battle of Ren's Score of Kolos. Yeah. Um, both those titles mean nothing to me. Um, Which is kind of good, actually. I, I'm kind of enjoying the lack of plot arc that's been dominating the season yeah. or anything. There's been no... There, there's been a bit of continuity, but there's been I, there isn't some looming I, big thing that's going to happen at the end of the season. I, I'm telling you, the uh, Tim Shaw and what was the race that that, that we saw in tonight's episode or in the, in the uh, Demons of Punjab episode? What were they called? Oh boy, I uh, let's see. So you're you're predicting they're both going to be part of the uh, yeah, the finale. They're too similar to not be connected in my mind. Way uh, too. Similar. I don't know. I don't know because uh, yeah, maybe, I maybe. Mean, look, one maybe. of them is like a predator alien race, right? That goes to planets and like hunts things to kill them. One of them used to be an assassination race that did kind of the same thing, but now they go to planets to observe the dead. Do you know what I mean? It just seems like inevitable that those two races are going to meet. Do you know what I mean? It could be. It could it, they be. seem perfectly paired. Like they seem like opposite sides of a coin. Um, oh, I'll well, see if that comes together. I, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Early on, I kind of felt like 
you know, the guy from the Ghost Monument episode because he he, he just seemed like somebody that kind of deserved some kind of comeuppance for the whole thing. I thought we were going to go back to him, but it's been so long now that I, I don't know. I, I think I was wrong in my call there. So okay. I honestly have no clue, no clue where we're going at the end of the season. But well, yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. The, the Tim Shaw's race was has been mentioned in two episodes, so I wouldn't be surprised if they pop up at least a third time. Yeah, I know. We'll see what happens with them. But I just feel like, you know, I don't know. I feel like they're going somewhere with that. I, I, I kind of, I feel like we haven't gotten enough classic monsters though. That's like my only. There won't be any classic monsters this season. Okay. But, okay. Uh, so I think I, I, I can see why they're doing it. Hopefully that they don't. I hope they don't stick with that for the duration of, uh, of 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 Jodie Whittaker as Doctor as the Doctor because I think that it's it's like I get I get what they're worried about because they kind of went overboard. Like we got yeah. way too many Dalek <laughs> episodes, uh, but don't throw yeah. the baby out with the bathwater. Like the, the it still serves the show well to occasionally call back to things from the past. Just don't sure. don't go nuts like they did in the like the last two seasons or whatever. Like you know, I don't need like a I don't need like a Cyberman Dalek Cyberman Dalek. You know, uh, uh, you know, you know pattern. Uh, but yeah. but I, but I, but I wouldn't mind getting I don't know something coming back from from earlier episodes. Um, but yeah, so and also I guess we're getting we're not getting a Christmas episode, we're getting a New Year's episode, right? Is that the We are getting a New Year's yep, they have they have wisely, in my opinion, decided, you know, we've kind of run every Doctor uh Christmas connection we can into the ground. So rather than trying to do an episode every year where we, we ham fistedly work a Doctor Who plot and Christmas together. We're just going to do it at New Year's. So now, is that going to force them to do the same thing with New Year's though, or is New Year's less think, specific somehow? So it's not as. I um, think it's less specific. In fact, okay. if anything else, at least at least New Year's is a time-related holiday. Yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> that's true. That's it's it's more topical. So uh, if they do decide to make it make it something time-related, I think. You know, at least it's a holiday where everyone everyone spends the key moments staring at a clock. So okay, all right. So you might have sold me on that one. Uh, <laughs> all right. So so we're gonna head out. We got um we got another episode of Doctor Who to watch tomorrow. Hopefully we'll be able to get onto a good schedule this week and uh uh and cover it depending on what's going on with everybody. And uh, I also am gonna be doing I think Heroes Shed No Tears on Monday for a Wusha workshop. And then after that, we're going to be trying to do the um, uh, uh, Chinese ghost story movie. Uh, and and um, and then next Friday, we'll see what we have for Wuxia Weekend. So until then, we will talk to you later. Bye.